BMW. The 77 percent. Hello listeners, welcome to the Girls of Mute radio show. This is part of DW 77% series, which gives young girls in Africa the platform to discuss various issues affecting them. Yeah. My name is Chelsea Boache. I am your host for this special program on DW, and I am 15 years of age. Today's show is coming to you from Ghana's capital, Accra. But before I tell you about the topic, Let's have some music. My country people. Back to Girls of Meat. I'm Chelsea Boache coming to you from Accra, Ghana. Let's move on to today's theme. We are going to be talking about social media and its impact on young girls between 13 and 17. I'll be asking my guests how often they use social media, its advantages and disadvantages, how to make the best out of it, and when to stay off social media. It's time for a debate. For today's program, I'm joined by three girls, a counsellor and a parent. I'd like to let them introduce themselves. So first up with the girls. Natasha Edu. Gifty Quason. Liana Kwoti. Then our parents on the show. Betty Yosin. And lastly, our counsellor. Ellie Aoku. Thank you. You're all welcome to the show. Okay, let's find out how useful or not social media has been for you girls. Social media has been useful to me because it helped me to easily communicate with people. Okay, Leah. Social media is not useful to me because when you get to Instagram, you waste a lot of time then it's, it doesn't make you sleep early. Yeah. So you waste more time there. Okay, so Nat, what do you mostly do on social media? As in, where, which site do you mostly visit? Um, I mostly visit Instagram and Actually, visiting that site is sometimes interesting, but sometimes it's waste of credits. You, you get to know more, more about people. You get to know what this person is doing right now, what's, like, what is going on. And actually, sometimes it's boring. What makes it boring? Boring um, in the sense that maybe, let's say, you've posted something and you expect to get this likes then you get two likes or three or okay so how many hours do you spend on social media <laughs> um yes 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 as you can see three or four hours whoa interesting <laughs> okay so how, how many hours do you spend on social media almost two hours i don't spend much okay two hours is a lot but yeah, like okay. So, what do you do there? Like, which side do you mostly visit? Oh, WhatsApp. What? What? Any personal? Or <laughs> no? It's just, it's the data. It consumes less data, and that's the reason why I mostly go there. But Instagram, on the other hand, my sister. 
Oh yeah, you did it. <laughs> You'll be scrolling, then they'll give you an alert. You've used 50% of your data bundle. Then later you realize you've exhausted all. Then my parents will even ask, what did you use the data for? I bought, I bought you this, let's say, two days ago, and it's finished. Like, what did you use it for? Then they'll be like, mommy, I've been researching, but it's a lie. Okay, so girls, tell me, how do you manage to afford data and the challenges that you face? So, Gifty, can you begin? Okay, so when I was in school, my dad used to buy data for me monthly. So, you know, it wasn't difficult for me to get data when I was in school. But after I completed school, he, he, he will not buy it for you because he knows that you're not going to use it for something profitable as in what you were using it for when you were in school. So, I, I, I have broken my susu box, my money box, just for data. <laughs> Just for data, because, you know, sometimes the television is boring and you only get to entertain yourself through your phone. So I use the money from my money box to buy the data. And sometimes my mom won't buy data for you. She won't buy it because she, she told you she didn't ask you to go to Instagram to go and do whatever you were doing there. So she won't buy it for you. So I use the money from my money box to buy data. Interesting. <laughs> so Leah, how do you afford to get data? Sometimes when I ask my mom, she gets so pissed off, then she doesn't give me. So I ask my uncle. So anytime I ask him, sometimes it will keep long before the data will come. So sometimes I use my snack money, the one my mom gives to me, to buy data for myself. But I don't let her know, or she reduce the money. Okay, so now we have a parent on the panel, and I want to ask what she thinks about girls using social media. Miss Betty, what do you think about girls using social media? Now, every teenager is on social media, and we, our daughter, are also guilty as well. And they go on social media, waste all their time, they're forgetting that they are also supposed to have that link with the people that they have around, the physical people that they have around. They are now so attached to the things on social media. The people that they don't see are now their friends on social media. And sometimes mentally it affects them in the sense that when a teenager posts a picture on social media, she's hoping to get like so many likes, comments and all that. But if she doesn't get that likes and comments, then she becomes, I mean, down. She is, um, I, I mean, she's not happy. Why is my pictures not getting these likes, these comments as compared to my friend's own? So they are in a competition. And also because of social media, they hardly get even enough time to study and sleep. They waste all the time on social media. So though it's a good thing because you catch up with the things that are trending, I think it's about time a parent take that opportunity to also make sure that they have that line drawn between their personal life and social media. Or else it will get to a point that you even forget that there are people around you that you have to socialize with. It gets to a point that you become so lonely because you are always on social media. And the, the major of it all is when they face cyberbullying. It affects them psychologically, physically, mentally, because they don't know how to deal with it. Thank you. Um, the girls have expressed their concerns over some of the challenges of social media, which unfortunately can also include bullying and abuse. To help us with the topic, we have a counselor here on the panel. Miss Ellie, what would you say is the best way for girls to deal with such challenges? Well, like Betty mentioned earlier, it's a concern now. 
but too often people think bad of social media than good. I have come to understand that the world is a global village. You are not going to do away with it. We only get to get smaller and smaller. So the best thing to do is to make the best of every opportunity you get. She mentions concerns. As a parent, she's obviously worried. As a student, one of you also mentioned that um, you spend all your time on social media. You don't get to rest. You don't, you, you don't get to prioritize. You tend to forget when you're on some of the so- social media apps. And so in this case, for a parent, you have to communicate with your ward, obviously. People underestimate the power of communication nowadays, but then it's a very effective tool. You would have to set ground rules with your ward or your child. You'd have to explain to them why you can't use this phone at this point in time or during these hours, how many hours you're allowed to go online and whatnot. And as students or children, I think that you'd have to understand that your parents want the best for you. They are not out to isolate you or keep you away from having fun or staying online or keeping up with what's up around the world. Basically, they are trying to guide you and protect you. And so you would have to come to that compromise. I can spend two hours. Oh, no, spend one hour. Okay, so I'll do one hour weekdays, weekends, two hours. Secondly, you also have to be aware that um, there are predators online. The more exposed you are on social media, the more attention is drawn to you, which means that at any point in time, there are people with malicious intent online. So it's best that you communicate with your parents. You're supposed to be open about these things with them. You'd have to, there are some places where parents are even encouraged to use their accounts or their email address to set up accounts for their children so that they can monitor their activities. They advise parents to install apps on their phones so that they can keep track of their conversation, their internet usage, what goes on the back and forth of it. And I think children should also allow their parents into their lives. Don't have backup accounts and secret accounts, secret phones. In that manner, you don't. You hide from your parents what they need to know about you and how they can help you. Next, you have to take your safety online into consideration. How you share personal information, details of where you are. Now you're allowed to tag your friends, add your location when you're online, where you're posting pictures from, live interactions. You have to realize that as much as it's fun and interesting and all that, it's also dangerous. There are bad people online who will take advantage of you at any point in time. And so sometimes you have to put your safety first. You want to let your friends know that you are this awesome place, you are partying in real time. But it's best to probably take the pictures, wait when you are months away or days away before you post those pictures so you are safe from them. You have to avoid people who send you pornographic materials, questionable links and whatnot. You don't have to click on every site. You don't have to respond to every email, um, every text or every comment. You don't have to. You don't have to, when somebody likes it, you go and follow the page. You don't necessarily have to do all of those things. It's your space online. So you determine the boundaries, how you are going to treat it. You don't let people dictate to you how you should, who should post what on your wall and who shouldn't post on your wall. You be the determinant of that. You decide that this content is seen on my wall, this isn't seen on my wall. So these are some of the few things you can take into consideration when you are online as young people. You are still listening to Girls of Mute, part of DW77% series. This edition is coming to you from Accra, Ghana. My name is Chelsea Bwachi.
So we've already talked about the benefits and challenges of using social media. Now I want to ask the girls what you wish your parents would do to support you and help you make the best out of social media. Actually, they can they can give us um, time range that we should spend on social media and which sites we should visit and which sites we shouldn't visit. Would you be happy if your mommy tells you the sites you should go? <laughs> no, but like, they have to check on us. But um, because of work and those stuff, they don't really get time for us. So, Leah, would you want your mommy to suggest the kind of websites you should visit? She can choose for me, but I suggest when it's time for me to learn, she should take the phone from me, and then when I'm supposed to use the phone, she should give it to me, and that one should be more than the learning. Hey, are you sure you would? <laughs> are you sure you would be happy when your mom takes your phone? I mean, maybe you were searching on something that really got you excited and all of a sudden she comes to be like okay so it's time to learn give me your phone would you be happy i won't but for me i'll write it down later when she gives the phone to me then i go back to social media can be used to raise awareness about important issues and get your messages out there on a scale of one to ten how important would you girls say social media is in making sure young people's voices are heard um on a scale of one to ten i would give four Few teenagers' voices are heard, and when they speak, their um, words or actions are not taken into consideration by people. Um, they really pay attention to um, music, dancing, and all those stuff. Thank you so much. So, girls, are there things that you think you can do with social media that we are doing currently? I mean, if you can improve it, or so, it started with Natasha as girls i guess we can create a platform either on either on any of the social media then educate girls on the stuff like let's say teenage pregnancy on um drugs and drug abuse and um we can educate them on how to dress and to abstain from sexually um activities so do you think social media is contributing to the increase of teenage pregnancy and gifty can you help with that in some way it is in some way it's not i mean it depends on the individual if you make social media influence you so so much i mean you to contribute to that but if you make up your mind you i know what i'm doing here i came here for this purpose i came here for this purpose you won't, you can't make anything change your mind or you can't make anything direct you to something else so before we wrap up i would like to hear the final word from our parents on this panel back to you miss betty what do you think girls like us can use social media productively while avoiding their downsides Okay, so I have been listening to you girls and I mean, talk of what social media can be used for. Social media can be used for a lot of things, not only for the negative aspect that we know. If you want to create any awareness, it's social media. Me, for instance, I'm a fan. I'm a huge, huge fan of social media. I use social media a lot from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram. It's only TikTok that I am not there and some of the social media that I'm not really familiar with. So it's a platform that is really good. It has a lot of positives, same as it has its negatives. But then you should always make sure that you concentrate on the positive aspect. If you know you are not familiar with something on, on social media, 
consult your parents. You ask, mommy, what about this? Do you think it is good? You can even ask your peers if you think your mom won't give you that needed attention. And moreover, you shouldn't be there for competition. Oh, this my friend is doing this. It is catching up. Why can't I also do this so that I can also catch up with the trends? Oh, she wore this to take pictures. She's getting 10,000 likes. Why can't you are not there to compete? It is your small little space. Let me assume that it is your small TV or your small radio that you are managing. So manage it in a way that you feel comfortable. Finally, I would like to ask our counselor, how can we be safer on internet and social media? So, um, as you know, with cyberbullying, um, bullying is just whoever it is, another person antagonizing you for no reason. And there's a reason why they are called bullies and not cyber checkers or monitors. They are bullies because what they are doing is bad and has a negative influence on individuals. It's aggressive and wrong. That's why they have that name on them. And so when you encounter somebody like that on the internet, whenever you're online and you engage such people, you could choose to report their account. There are policies there. When you report them to Instagram or Facebook or whatnot, they do take action. And so don't be afraid to report such people. And never take blame for someone's bitterness. When they come at you, don't assume that you must have done something wrong and that's why they are coming at you. It's your space, like I said earlier. It's up to you to decide who puts what on your page. And so if you don't want somebody there, you can always take them out. Don't be afraid to block them and report them. And always take time to de-stress. You don't have to stay online the entire time. Take a break. Plan your day. Schedule your time. Know how to prioritize. It's there for you to enjoy. You do it. And then you move away. Because on the end of the day, the relationships that matter is the face-to-face, not online. So you keep that at the back of your mind. Yes, it's fun to share and post all of these things. But don't lose touch with reality. Don't lose touch with the people around you. Thank you, Miss Ellie. Well, listeners, that's all for this edition of Girls of Mute. Today's show came to you from Accra, Ghana, and it's part of DW 77% Multimedia Series. My name is Josie Boache. I am 15 years old, and today we spoke about social media and its impact on young girls. I would like to thank Natasha, Gifty, Liana, Miss Ellie, and Miss Betty for being my guests. We hope you enjoyed this program and we would love for you to tune in to the next edition. Goodbye and take care. Over a Bentley Bobo, over a Ferrari Bobo, fly you to Paris Bobo, we are Jackie Bobo, over a Bentley Bobo, over a Ferrari Bobo, fly you to Paris Bobo. Only that I want scrap for you. Wallow, ya will love for me. Fumio, I do my team, my way. Go ask your sister. I mean, 